Hey y'all, it's season three of the Be Your Own Kind podcast and we thank you, humbly thank you for tuning in. Be Your Own Kind's mantra is there is never an inopportune time to be yourself. In other words, be you without apologies. In this season, I will be presenting nuggets and interviewing individuals that are creating their lane and rocking it. Be sure to check out the featured businesses in the description box and follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and pretty much every platform. Okay, now let's take flight. Well, hello, Queen. How are you doing? Hello, and how are you? I'm good. Doing great, doing great. I'm doing good. Um, And when I call her Queen, I really mean that. We were just talking about her winning the state pageant. <laughs> Yes, yes. If you don't know, we reside in Indiana. <laughs> so she won in the state of Indiana. So what's the next step? The next step, uh, first of all, I am Hoosier State Woman, mm-hmm. American Beauty Plus 2021-22. So now I head to Roswell, Georgia, April 6th through the 9th to uh, compete for my division national title. Mmm. I'm excited for you. <laughs> is it going to be televised or virtual? I'm not for sure right now how they're going to be doing it. I know right now you're able to have people there. Um, I know a lot of things has been going virtual, so we will keep everyone updated if they do decide to go virtual. Okay. Um, I know, I think, I believe last year was, um, it wasn't, you know, due to COVID wasn't happening. Um, but the uh, actual year before that, no, I'm sorry, last year it was virtual um, because of the COVID. So this year they're going to try to do it in person. So hopefully everybody can be able to be there. Um, and if not, we'll keep everyone posted. Okay, okay. You know, I'll follow you. I'm y'all. I try to keep updated. Try to keep updated through the Facebook. <laughs> right, right. And I'm trying to keep myself updated as well. <laughs> so you're also a mental health counselor too, though. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, I, I'm also a mental health counselor and I utilize my mental health as part of my pageant as well. So I include that in my pageant platform. We all have to have a platform so I don't have to search for one. I am my platform because I believe in mental health and I believe it is literally very valuable for us to understand, aware, and know about um, the risk of mental health. And everyone has it. Um, I can tell people that um, because it's only take one life event, one life event to change your mind frame, to change your heart, mm-hmm. and um, and not be normal mentally. And what you think mentally is what you become. You know. So I also utilize that um, as part of my as part of my pla- platform. Right, and they're and they're saying that there was an increase. Um, in depression during the pandemic, but I feel like because we were able to shut down, I think it was just more of an awareness. I think people were already dealing with it, but they were, you know, going about the hustle and bustle of their day that they didn't recognize it until they were made to sit down. Exactly, exactly. And some people that is not normal to made sit down, that's where their depression come in because they're so used to up and moving around and doing stuff and not knowing what to do and having to sit down, that mm-hmm. became like, okay, what am I gonna do? You know, what gonna happen? So that gets your mind to get the racing and to get the thinking um, and anxiety comes along with that. A lot of people have developed anxiety over the pandemic only because they can't move because they're so used to going. 
Right. Then there's people that are extroverts. I know a lot of my extroverted friends that had to check on them um because they weren't doing too well and just people like me who likes to like have an idea to control a situation i've learned to just say forget it now after two years because everything's so unpredictable now but i feel like that's kind of a cool new thing because it does lessen anxiety to not always worry about the future or your plans like if they happen they happen if they don't they don't so i don't know yeah <laughs> so that you know that that works for me and you're also Listen, listeners, she does everything. <laughs> You're also an advocate uh, for ovarian cancer. Is there anything like personal for you to why you are doing that? Yes, I'm actually uh, two and a half years in remission. I'm coming up on my um, third year of being an ovarian cancer survivor. And also I utilize that. So that's where the IC Lynn come in from because I am I and I'm Connie Lynn. So I use the teal color, I use the green color for the ovarian cancer and mental health awareness to actually spread awareness because I hold a BRCA cell gene with this mutation dealing with the genes chromosome that you're born with. Um, and I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about it, unfortunately, until I became um, dealing with the diagnosis of ovarian cancer. And I'm not like the one that, oh, okay, this is what I got, let's do what we need to do. No, I wanted to know, honestly, where it came from because dealing with my family history pretty much all of my uncles except for two um and um majority of my aunties except for one passed away from cancer so it's like okay where did it come from you know and i have a couple cousins who dealt with it a couple cousins who passed away from it so and then my own father then so i ended up finding out um that through um unfortunately not to gross anybody out but through saliva I had to literally take this cup and no matter, it took me like literally two and a half hours to put saliva in this cup. And that's where they actually came up with the sale from. Um, and it became from my mother. So it's very, very passionate to me because I had to deal with it for five long years. Oh um, I, 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 I tell anybody, I'm not a person that you can just say, hey, this is what we think we're gonna do. No, let's figure out because I'm a mother. And I have two kids that I live and press for daily, and I had to take it seriously. So when they tell you I was I continue with my doctors, I was I continue because we was going back and forth because I did not just want to sit up here and lose a battle within itself, and something else can be done. That's why I'm so much of an advocate um, to other women and people general, you know. And, and if you have a family history. Please let your family know what your family history is. We go to the doctor and we, we ask the culture people, we have a, a tendency to put no, 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 no. Down that line when it comes to family history, that honestly, it could save someone else's life. If it's not yours, we still got kids. We got to live for it. Um, you're right. You're right. Um, I do not take that serious. So you're right. <laughs> we don't. It's like, no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm very much an advocate on it because um, dealing with the pros and the cons of it with the government and with natural healing, it's a battle. It's a battle in itself. So uh, because you have the chemo uh, drugs or the chemo medicine that whether it's the pill or the IV form to help, but it's also harming because it's feeding off something else while it's trying to sit and help something else. 
So you have to keep your immune system literally intact and stay healthy, y'all. Stay healthy. <laughs> number one. So a quick question. So did your um, experience um, with cancer, did that catapult or spark your interest in pageantry? Like, I'm wondering, how did you get into that? Um, actually, um, I used to do pageantry when I was smaller. Okay. Um, to my mother's uh, mental health and that's how I got into mental health because my mother um, dealt with it and I had to deal with it along with it. So I had to stop a lot of my things that I had to do as a um, child growing up because I had to quickly be my mother's advocate um, at a young age. So when I actually became older and I actually thought it was literally still out there and for adults, I was like, okay. You know, so that kind of, you know, sparked me into it. Then I found that is the actual plus size pageant just for plus size women and I'm a plus size advocate so I was like okay let's go and then you know of course having the mental health background and wanting to utilize my big mouth for something other than just singing um I wanted to help other people because I've dealt with the uh, personal side of mental health when people really don't understand when people always label them as oh they're crazy or something like that and you know and dealing with the health side so I just put them all together and while I magic this is this is literally what I utilize it for <laughs> nice and I mean it all goes hand in hand you're empowering no matter what you're doing like all of your hats are empowering someone else so I think that's that's pretty dope and how do you manage all of this though like when do you do you when do you find time to like pencil in self-care like how do you manage these hats and that Ooh, one i'm learning like now dealing with the national um i need assistance um because <laughs> actually doing it all by myself um it is a handful but i actually take pretty much sundays and mondays um i try not to do too much volunteer work on sundays because of course i worship god on sundays um in the house you know if we're able to if not virtual um and i take that monday as a dnd &D day like i literally shut down because i consider that even though it's first part of the week for me i want to get my mind together for what lies ahead so you know i take that sunday to pretty much have a family day and then that monday for me day um mm -hmm because everybody needs it and I tell I tell everybody it's only take one day to have that self-care you have to make yourself do that um and some people may do it in the middle of the week some week some people may do it at the end of the week but that's when I find the most most valuable to me especially after worship um I'll be able to shut myself down soak myself because I don't know what honestly lies ahead of me so right right yeah Sunday is my day <laughs> absolutely nothing <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, now when um when we first um was to meet up, I was gonna talk more about like um the effects of the pandemic, but seeing that it's two years later and it's still going on, I'm gonna ask the same question. Um how like what are ways that people can maintain sanity during this time? Because it looks like we're headed that we're back seems like we're going backwards right now. Yeah, we're actually going back back to it, honestly. Um, and working in the hospital uh, to see it actually firsthand is, is, is very serious. And I tell people all the time, this is the time to tap into your creative side. Mm -hmm. um, everyone has it. Um, whether it's um, finding things to do, projects to, to do around the house. We got YouTube, we got Google. We got a lot of stuff that we didn't honestly have back in the day now to keep us occupied mindfully. Um, maybe literally doing some things um, that you honestly say that you put off 
you know, whether it's cleaning, whether it's um, spending time with your own self, this is the time where you can do your self-care, your self-love, you know, um, finding time to organize yourself, you know, so you have, you have so many things that you can do to, to keep your mind occupied um, and also develop your own craft and things that you wanted to do personally for your own self. Great, great advice because some of this stuff that has popped up in my life was was thankfully to the pandemic. I know it's a bad situation, but I'm like, oh, I can do this. I can start a YouTube channel. Oh, I can do like. It was good and bad. It was good yeah. and bad. It, it's like, it seemed like we're headed back down there to that route. So the fact that we are, we got, we already had a lesson. You know, so now here comes the blessing in it to where let's be prepared to, you know, have that most per personal time, family time, some things, and even work on your own mental health. Right. Or um, I, I see everything like everything is toxic, toxicity now. So find out about your own self, what was toxic about you. You know, these are the times we can work on our own self. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. It's, no one should not not be busy. You know, even though you have your moment where you're bored. So if you're bored, work on yourself. Find out what, what's about you. Look into the mirror. This is the time where people go through um, that self-rejection, self-abandonment. Because I, I can't be around this person. I'm not around my girls. I'm not around my homies. This is the time to say, hey, I'm around me. And the fact that I'm around me, let me find out a little bit more about me. Let me find out what I really don't like. Let me find out what what's more into me and my heart and my soul that I want to pour out, whether it's to other people, company, start start something, you know. So it's everybody got a purpose. So let's tap into it while we can. You spoke a word there. You spoke a word there. And I saw a meme, um, I think it was the beginning of this year for New Year's, like instead of focusing on people who don't want to be in your circle or who doing this, who doing that, who like you, just revert yeah. all that energy towards yourself because that's, that's what's important. So that is it. That yeah. Is it. And I've kept with me for years. You know, I'm not a, uh, I have some people that love me for who I am and some people like, oh, she too loud. I tell people my motto is I'm a big girl who do big things. But <laughs> everything that I do is big, including the way I talk. So it's, and it's also, uh, it's also go back to that self-love. If you love yourself, who cares she loud? If you love yourself, who cares she's small? If you love Joe Kev, who, who, who cares if she's big? It does not matter. I shouldn't have no reason to talk about anybody else. And guess what? We all wake up with faults. You're right. You're right. It's always that, that with the throwing rocks at a glass house. We all in glass house. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to talk about anybody but yeah this this is the time to literally do that self that self-care so everything go back to shop at so bomb trusts to fulfill your hair beauty needs as we've been 100 human hair and custom made wigs we also provide all textures and lengths to bring out the bomb in you to keep up with our latest products Sign up on our newsletter at SoBombTresses.com and follow us on IG at SoBombTresses or BrieSoBomb. Hey, hey, y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in, reminding you to shop my exclusive collection, Lavish Looks by Miss Michi, where we've got shades and everything that you need to look fly. Oh, 
and we also offer accessories. So ladies, put a little bit of Razzle Dazzle in your collection today. Be sure to shop with me and follow on social media at Lavish Looks by Miss Michi. Grab your products today at MissMichi.com slash shop. <laughs> yeah, can't escape you because everywhere you go, you're there. <laughs> Right. Now, I know um, earlier you spoke about you um, you found out a gene that was in your, your family lineage, but you also mentioned um, that you the, that you actually start digging into your lineage for other things, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes. That family history. Um, um, I actually am uh, in the process of writing um, a book about what's in your family. Okay. Uh, because a lot of things that we were swept underneath the rug and things of don't nobody want to talk about because it may hurt somebody in the family. And even though I spoke on it, some people was ill about it. I shouldn't have said it. My thing is, if I'm able to save somebody else's life, I'm going to talk about it. Right. I'm going to talk about it. But that also comes from that learned pattern in families where what, what goes on in family, stay in the family, um, all of these stuff. So it, it, it was very, very personal to me. Um, and I even did a group chat about it, Facebook, a page about it with my family and stuff like that. Some received, some didn't. Some like, all it is what it is. But it would never be personal until it hits your heart and your home and affects you. Right. Oh, and if I can save one person in my family, whether you make it bold statement about it, or you text me and say, hey, thanks, cuz, I'm okay. I like that. It's, it's, it's good to know the origin. I'm, just on a spiritual level, like we, we've um, inherited <laughs> so many generations yeah. of curses and blessings, you know, and sometimes we're away and we don't even know where it's coming from. And it's, this is something that's not of our fault. We just inherited you know what what's in our family so it's good to know the origin of of certain things like why do this certain situation flow to me or why it repels me you know so it is important to know your past you know to you know to, uh, to understand your presence you know in my opinion yep you correct that is <laughs> it i literally call it breaking generational curses because that's truly what it is yeah, most definitely it is. Um, I just found out because um, my my maiden name is Vance, and of course I knew that wasn't my my name, you know. And my um, my dad said it dates back to my great great grandma. She ran off with I don't know if this was a slave owner or not, but or the slave owner's son, but she ran off with with the um with the white guy, and of course when she married him. Hence, that's my my you know my last name or whatever. But it was good right. to know what I was before that. You know, like I'm like, oh okay. And so I'm like, give me that last name because maybe that'll help me trace a little bit further because I know Bet is not. I couldn't go far with Bet because I tried. You know, so it's some disadvantages sometimes um, yeah. being black trying to locate you know your origin. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah then i have questions like did she willfully marry him you know like then you <laughs> start thinking about but apparently Ooh, yeah that's, that's really good. yeah so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <"Ugh."> but <laughs> so i mean and and even with this, your childhood that you are aware of you think back and you're just like 
you know, this person said something to me or my mother would say now, like, how come you didn't say anything or this and that? I'm like, because I was told what, what stays here, what happens here stays here. So you follow those rules. You know, I hear stories all the time about how the, the kid would try to say something that they had been like sexually assaulted and they weren't believed. Yeah. Oh, you just fast. So I deserved it? Right here. Oh, wow. Right here. Yeah, yeah. So that's why that mental health is very, 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 very important. And as I um, continue to dig, I understand. I understand certain things now because our parents got a past, honestly, that a lot of them never healed from. Right. And as parents, no one comes with a parental book, so it's like, let me take my pain and inflict it on my children. No. We, parents has to stop that. None of us was asked to be born. Our parents weren't asked to be born. Right. But people have to understand because all of us is born into sin, as the Bible say. Right. We never know whose sin are we literally born into. Are we born into our mother's sin? Are we born into our father's sin? Sometimes we're born into both parents' sins. And the the fact that we are born into our parents' sin and we don't know whose sin we are born into is sometimes as coming up and we are dealing with family issues of uncles touching the nieces and the parents' boyfriend and girl, you know, either one could be molesting the children. We have to deal with that pain because the first thing we are said, like you said, you fast. Ain't nobody touched you. Ain't nobody did this. And nine out of 10, the fact that you wasn't believed is because they were touched. Mm, you're right. Because the cycle has to repeat the cycle. That's so right. It's like, well, you're right. And it's like, well, I, I survived it and I didn't say anything. So why you got to say something? Exactly. Closed <laughs> mouth. That's that sweeping underneath the rugs. Leave the sleeping dolls where they lay. Let the skeleton stay in the closet. No, this is why generationals now cannot deal with anything mentally. And that's why they're ready to go ahead and be, you know, go through the depression to the point where they're taking. I've seen so many literally young people take their lives now in this generation than what it was when I was coming up. They were more overdosing than, you know, versus, okay, yeah, let me just go and take the night and just cut. Let me go ahead and just take me and my kids up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Stuff yeah. like that. That is wrong. Because one, nobody, ain't nobody believing people. We don't know what goes behind closed doors. And when I tell you I'm a witness for that, y'all have to check my book out for that one. We don't know what goes on behind people's closed doors. You're right. Walk out, and when we walk out with them, we're mad. Because we can't talk about what happened last night. You better not open your mouth when you go to cousin house or the uncle house and, and, and uh, Uncle Ray Ray and Uncle Charlie and them and go over here to this family function. We was not able to talk. Right. A lot of behaviors come from that. They used to call me a problem child because of that. Did anybody sit down and ask me why I was the way I am? No. I just got to continue to get labeled because mm -hmm. I didn't have for my behaviors and my feelings and my anger to go. And these are why the kids and the youth of today is dealing with so much stuff and can fall victim last for the streets because ain't nobody listening to them. 
You're right. Don't nobody have time because they trying to stay young. That's it. But where's our elders? We need our elders. Kids need need us. You know, <laughs> like yeah. they need us. And and you're right. Um, I, I always wonder, like, what? How does a kid even know that they have the option to kill themselves? I don't even think. I, I mean, I was sad as a kid, but it never even crossed my mind as a kid that that was an option. Me neither. I was ready to whoop somebody's behind and throw things and, and and bust windows. You know, that's where my anger lies. I did, I would never sit here and and being in the mental health and learning psychology roles and everything is deep because people plant seeds in here. You're right. When people that you're not worthy of living, why are you here on this earth? Then you start thinking those things that people speak to you. And when the Bible tells us that the, the, the mind is the devil playground, it is. Because that's when those negative thoughts become us. And we start feeding and believing. And then guess what? We're ready to check up out of here. But you're right. If you think back, you know, think back to Eve, when she, when, they, when she ate the fruit, God said, who told you this? Yeah. I didn't tell you this. How you know that you was going to get knowledge? Who told you this? So you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All it takes is to see. All it takes is a seed and it grow. All he has to do is give us one defeating thought and it snowballs. Just one little thought, one little doubt, and next thing you know, you're not, you just incapable of everything. That's it. The mind will take you out. (laughs) Exactly, and that's why it's called mental health because it's your own mind. Yeah. It's staying free from, you know, the negativity. That's why affirmations are so important. That's why self-care is so important, no matter who don't like it, no matter if you can't go and take, you know, Uncle little, little people to the store today. You know what I'm saying? You you have to shut your own self off because your own thoughts can be the worst enemy of you. Your mm. own thoughts. Literally, we got to deal with this. We got to deal with job. We got to deal with home life. We got to deal with some being a wife, some being a mother, some being caregiver. Some, you know, you have so many hats. That's why you have to shut yourself off. Because when you don't, that's when all these thoughts become racing thoughts. And guess what? You, you literally just like a hamster in your mind doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm a witness. <laughs> you know, so it's literally like, <laughs> like, hey, I ain't heard from you in a couple of days. Don't be mad about it. Just check out. You know right. what I'm saying? Okay, because everybody needs that shutdown time. You're right. You are so right about this. You're speaking nothing but the truth. <laughs> you are. <laughs> what, when I tell you I've lived it, I've literally lived it. And and learning from different things and watching um, other people that I have saw witness go through it. It was like, wow. Self-healing, is it, it, that's a good thing. And people don't understand it is very valuable and it's okay to self-heal. It is. And it's okay to give yourself grace and time while you're in that process. Yeah. It ain't no race because I'm going to go through a challenging time. I have to heal myself. That doesn't mean next week I'm going to be okay. I'm going to have all of the good days and bad. I'm going to have all of that because we're human. But still allow yourself that time to be and that's what people know. I love it. I love it. Um, here at BYLK, we have a safer question. And that question is, if you could describe yourself, <laughs> if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Oh, 
Woo! Unique. Okay, why? Because they're not ready for what I'm trying to do. <laughs> oh, they're not ready. They're not ready. They're not ready. I'm very unique. At, um, the way I just present any and everything, anything that I do, I just learn to be unique. Be yourself. Just like, like, like your banner behind you. Be your own kind. I'm literally just, I'm just different. I've, I've always been that way, literally. And that's the best thing to be is you. That's it. You that's can't it. be no one now, better than yourself. <laughs> yes, my part. I tell people my person, and there's a meme too with it. But my personality is me because this is who I am. But my attitude just depends on how you treat me. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so tread life. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I could be cold, but I ain't got like, you know. So. so besides the nationals and your book, anything else you got um, coming in the future that you want to share? Ooh, um, I don't know if I need to. Um, well, actually, uh, <laughs> um, just say I'm musically inclined. Um, I have wrote for artists um, on the gospel level, um, R&B, R&B level, um, and now I am uh, in the works of doing my own. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually had a group, a quartet ministry called Chosen. Um, God is shifting things with that. Um, I still want to literally do it, but uh, in the time and the the days that we're living in right now, um, I'm utilizing my, I call them spiritual songs. Um, Through things that I've went through personally, dealing with ovarian cancer, mental health, I've been writing literally uh, since I was like in sixth grade. Um, and I went back and actually looked at some of the songs and things that I have wrote back then and I wrote from a place of um, brokenness uh, because I didn't honestly have anybody to go to um, that would really understand me so all of us was my pen and my paper all um, all the songs are not gospel songs but I just want to literally put them out there to share with other people even in your brokenness um that you can still be and, and, and be able to rise. So it's more like um, just just like a different flavor. You got the gospel, you got the R&B, you got some soul on there. Um, so it, it, it's like a just, um, just a variety that I'm working I, on. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> it's the whole right it. now. Um, because unfortunately, my producer that I was working with uh, passed away from COVID September 3rd. Um, so we were halfway through it. Um, so right now, I, uh, I took, I'm i taking a break um, to mentally continue to deal with that. Uh, but it's something that I know he eventually wants me to still do. So I'm not just going to, because me, I'm a type of person that I'm still, I'll take a pause for the cause, but I am going to pick it back up. So I'm just taking a pause for right now, getting through nationals and literally the spring, summer, I will be back into the studio handling the business. So hopefully, cross fingers by August, my birthday, um, 
that is something that I'll be releasing along with the release of this longevity book of mine. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully my prayers to have the combination of both. Okay, okay, cool. Ben, you got big things coming along, Queen Connie. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Such a beautiful spirit. I thank you so much for reaching out. I think you actually um, was on one of my lives. Like you had commented on my lives. And um, yes, I don't know how we ended up being Facebook friends, but we've been friends for a minute on Facebook. Yes, I don't even know. I think um, a while back, I think it was you had put out um, something about be your own kind and um, it was like an ad or something like that. I can't remember. It was dealing with the pictures and the body positivity for the big girls and stuff. It was it was something on the night. Oh. That, um, that's how it ended up. Um, and I, I'm, I was loving the whole segment, loving everything that you was doing. I was like, okay, she is her own kind. Come on in. <laughs> so let me it. make sure. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> because I love honestly what people do and, and allow people to have that platform to share, you know, um, and bring awareness of all kinds. I love that. I love that. And I, I love your, um, because you're, you're my friend, I get to see the, you know, your, your glow up and everything. And I'm just loving everything about it, you know, and just your, your openness and real transparency. Cause I feel like people throw words around all the time and it don't really be, you know, but transparency right, right. is transparency. I am who I am, no matter who's around, you know, That's it. I don't have 50 million faces, you know, so um, I feel like you're genuinely transparent and I just thank you for, you know, sharing a piece of yourself today, you know, um, just the just the strength of going through what you've been through and still have a smile on your face and still have the need to empower others because there's a flip side of that. You know, people like you don't know the flip side of it because you're a giving person, but it's the flip side is bitterness, you know, and and it's just a blessing, you know, to still go through and still have hope, still have faith, and still want to, you know, empower others. So just keep doing what you're doing, Queen. <laughs> thank you, and thank you for having me. Yes, yes. And listeners, I hope that you've grabbed something from, you know, from this, this episode and learning the importance of your, your lineage. You know, importance of your lineage and importance of your mental health because... In my mind, your your mental health is the vehicle of everything else. Because That's you, it. you know, you I, I know I've had anxiety and my whole my physical body shut down, shut down for something that I was mentally going through. So your your mind is the vehicle for everything that you do or can't do or will do. So make sure that you nurture that just like you would nurture diabetes. Make sure yep. you nurture your mind. It's still it's still a thing that you need to nurture yourself. Um, until next time, don't forget to be your own kind and be kind to each other. Bye. Bye. <laughs>